Young Mystic, and welcome to this very special episode of A Break in the Clouds with Penny Kelly and Julie tonight. You can find our guests, of course, Penny Kelly here on YouTube and also on her website at consciousnessonfire.com. You can find Julie at Maison Jupiter on YouTube and also on the web at maisonjupiter.com. Julie, Penny, welcome to the show. How are you guys? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> So I hope everybody out there is good as well. It's getting a little chilly here. So, yeah. Very good. Well, happy to have you. We know uh, you've been a little bit under the weather in the last uh, couple of weeks, Penny. I, I know there's a lot of people in the chat already wishing you uh, prompt recovery. They're happy you're back and you look in a good spirit. So we're happy to have you. And Julie, also, welcome back to the show. How are you, Julie? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to be with you guys tonight. Uh, hey, Penny. Nice to see you. Nice to see you back, uh, back on track. Yeah. Yeah. It's been slow, but I am. So. All right. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here tonight on this live interactive show. We have a few promos for you guys, uh, free giveaways tonight uh, from Carla, Beautiful Pyramid, and also a crystal infused candles for you guys later on. So a big thank you for all you guys supporting the show uh, with the uh, PayPal tip jar. You guys make it possible for us to be out here. Um, we're going to do a different dynamic here tonight. Of course, uh, Penny, you were explaining here in the last couple of weeks that... Um, Due to us being out of our loops, I believe is what you said on my last show, we're so out of our loops that we're creating faster and faster this new reality of ours. And these looksies, as you used to do them, um, necessarily have to change to reflect the fact that we are now manifesting a lot quicker together as a collective consciousness. Do you want to just quickly explain that to the audience, maybe who haven't heard you say that on your show or on our last show, just to understand here how we're going to address the look-see for tonight and why it's changing. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the look-see that I was doing was just all straight looking. Okay, this is what I see, different categories. Um, and then I never track those. It's like... I don't have time to do that. When stuff would happen, I would say, oh, yeah, I saw that. If it didn't happen right away, usually it would happen down the road. Um, and and that just got to the point. I got to this. I got into this big worry thing in which I thought, oh, my God, we're at the crooks of the of this whole thing and nobody's doing anything. And, and I was so upset. So that was the last look-see. And I said, I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, it isn't serving anybody. It, it doesn't help and blah, blah, blah. So then um, so then I, after that, I kind of thought about it and reflected on um, why wasn't anybody standing up. And it dawned on me like, duh, maybe that's our own wisdom that we're just... Um, Biden, our time, emphasis on the Biden, <laughs> a hidden message in President Biden is don't do anything, uh -huh. you know, and, um, and we're not getting hooked. I think if we had stood up, done some kind of revolution, they would have said, ah, time to bring in, you know, our army, which is the army with the blue hats. And, um, and, you know, just take everybody down, impose the new world order. So uh, we haven't been hooked. And now I'm looking at that and thinking, just hang on a little bit longer, a little bit longer. We probably don't have too much more to go. And, and there's some days we lean right into the mess 
the, the great reset instead of the great reject and other days I think nope we're not going there today as I was looking it was like I think we're we're gonna make it um, we'll see what tomorrow brings but right. whole thing about look-see was okay maybe what I'll do yeah, after saying I'm not going to do this anymore, I thought, you know what, I'm going to, um, what I think is needed right now is let's look at what is happening, how we got there, why it's unfolding the way it is, and what do I see around that? Mm -hmm. So that's really how I've, I've shifted the look-see. Okay. I know you posted a look-see uh, yesterday. I think Daphne uh, sent me the latest version, so the audience can go and check out the full look-see there. I want to touch upon uh, some of those topics here tonight, and I invited Julie also because the astrology right now is also screaming at us that there's a lot of things happening, and I wanted to tie all of that in for the audience members. We're all trying to glean here uh, and have a better understanding of this transitory nature of our reality. And more and more as we go forward here, it's changing even quicker, as you say, by day by day here. Somebody sent me a, a, a meme the other day. Um, I always have trouble saying this word, but what's that? Metronome. That metronome metronome yeah so it's like oh my god we're gonna die to everything's gonna be okay so we're flip-flopping every day um between those two yeah. energies and I, I i laughed when i saw it because i'm like yes i know how you feel it so it's one of those yeah <laughs> exactly and it's also mercury retrograde so it's normal yeah. to go over things from from the past and revisit ideas and change our um direction on something so i think you're right on uh the astrology uh, energy penny with uh, mm -hmm. revisiting something yeah. that you said and then uh, replanning stuff for the future also mm -hmm. yeah well let me bring up um okay well there's a mars retrograde but the mercury one too is till october 2nd i believe right yes, october 2nd and right now uh mercury retrograde just re-entered the sign of virgo which is all about uh details day-to-day -day work so penny it has to do with your work uh virgo is also about health so revisiting our health our daily routines and i know <laughs> we spoke about that briefly right before the show uh so it's all about revisiting some details and um getting our things in order making sure we have a structure a strong foundation for the changes that are about to come for eclipse season so mercury mm -hmm. retrograde in virgo specifically is a really good placement because Mercury is at home in the sign of Virgo. It's very strong, but also we need to internalize all the changes in our body, which is Virgo, and also on our day-to-day -day routine and work. So, very nice. Okay, ah. very good, uh, guys. You can take a snapshot of that if you want to read a little bit more details there. Uh, Penny, why don't I give you the mic here um, to share with the audience what you feel is important from that last look see you just published, and we'll start the conversation there. Like I said, there's a couple of things happening also um, with Europe with their Saturn return. There's this yeah. idea of the uh, Germany pivoting. You and I had talked about this a couple of months ago. Uh, of course, the eclipse season is just around the corner, and that's fading uh, a lot of things on our financial systems. And we just saw uh, yesterday or today, this morning, that the Bank of International Settlements were going to meet for an emergency meeting here to discuss uh, the stress on the world financial system. And a lot of analysts went, 
okay, now it's time to panic. If those guys are meeting and they're actually admitting there's a problem, uh, okay, we're, we're almost there. And Penny, you just mentioned that. We're, we're very close to something here. So yeah. I'll give you the mic here. Share what you think is important with the look and uh, we'll take it from there. Go ahead, Penny. Okay. I think that the, the whole thing as to which direction we go in hinges on gas and oil in, in poor Europe is um, they're really under pressure. I think it's really important. I read widely um, from newspapers and sites all over the planet. Everybody in the Western countries is going through the same thing that we are going through. Everybody. Um, and, they, and the attitude is very, the dynamic is very similar. It's kind of a MAGA thing versus the, uh, I don't know, liberal or liberal um, socialist kind of political thing. Um, and some of those are, are having their elections right now. Um, I think it's really important to uh, celebrate that England uh, put in somebody who was not really uh, one of the, uh, Liz Truss is not one of the cabal people. She was, she surprised everybody. I, I had seen that there was going to be a woman, um, but there were several women running and I thought, I don't know which one. Um, but I remember looking at her and thinking, she looks interesting. And then she won. And the guy who was her opponent, her major opponent, um, was the cabal uh, contact or he was their puppet and she beat him. And then Sweden had a an election and they beat the socialists out. The MAGA people beat the social, I call them MAGA people because I don't know what their real designation is. Um, but there's a couple of other places that are also having elections, same kind of dynamic. So I think what I see is that we're making progress. We're going to have our own elections, I think, I hope, <laughs> I hope. Um, and that that's going to change the dynamic in every direction. And once that happens, then it looks like Germany and France now both are saying, uh, what do you call it when they twist your arm, uncle? <laughs> um, we, we have to have gas and oil. We have to have heat or we're going to, our people are going to tear us apart. And that is pretty accurate an assessment that those leaders make. Um, France has been erupting and demonstrating for what, a year and a half, two, maybe? And uh, well, it's, it had started way before that with the gilets jaunes, the yellow vests. It was yellow kind of happening a little bit with COVID and then it's starting again. You're absolutely right. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 And big, big, big demonstrations everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. And I think people are saying to the leadership, yoo-hoo, are you listening? Are you paying attention? Because we're not having it. And that um, we're coming now into this place where I was just talking with somebody right before I got on with you guys. Um, and she was talking about having lost her queen. She's from England. And, um, and I said, that's really a turning point for the whole world. 
That's the old order, the old corruption. Not that she was the corrupting, uh, corrupting influence. Maybe she was, I don't really know. But the death, that death is the signal saying, this is the passing of the old order. And that means we're right in the middle of nowhere. We're kind of everybody's standing around with their finger in their nose. What do we do now? Are we winning? Are we losing? What's happening? And so it's it's, it's going to depend on what we do and how we handle it. Um, and I said in the look-see, half the people are just not going to go along with anything that is socialist, period. I don't know what the other half are going to do. Mm -hmm. It does good but um we're at that place that's kind of no man's land um i was thinking of it earlier today remember the stories about world war one where it was christmas and the german and uh and european nurse they stopped fighting to, to to celebrate christmas together yeah They're, yeah exactly yeah that's yeah. right where we're at yeah. um it's like hey guys come on let's talk mm -hmm. uh let's get along we cannot have, um, you know, I've been following the Ukraine thing very, very closely um, right from the beginning, mm -hmm. almost day one. And the towns and how many, you know, soldiers died on each side today and how many tanks were taken out and what towns were taken and um, which bridges were blown up, all that kind of stuff. And um, what I see is this very... Uh, I'm going to call it common sense war <laughs> that Russia is conducting. And the people in the West, the leaders in the West, just don't get it. Mm -hmm. so they were all celebrating that they took a whole bunch of land, 2,000 square kilometers or something like that. Never mentioned that Russia had abandoned that area before they got there. So it's um, there's a lot of mis information, disinformation. Um, and I think one of the big things is that the uh, University of Adelaide in Australia did a study of the bot, the, the fake bots. There are 5.2 million tweets in the last six months um, since the start of the war about Ukraine, Russia, etc. 80% of those are from fake bots, just pumping out propaganda, not telling okay, you. Hold on, a Penny, just a little bit here. So as we move forward with this particular conversation, I'd like to use maybe some different words. We've used those oh. words enough here. And as we keep repeating them, it's probably going to trigger the algorithms. So we, yeah. can, talk about, we can talk about the theater over there. Um, and I just want to say also on the bot thing, uh, just to redress here the conversation, Elon Musk, when he started his bid to buy Twitter, also discovered through due diligence that a lot of those accounts were in fact fake. Now, the judge, I think two or three weeks ago, uh, ordered uh, Twitter to share some of that information. Uh, with, right. So this is all coming out in the open. And this is why uh, some of these universities yeah. and other individuals are making uh, their own assessments here as to how deep this mindfuck, <laughs> I have to say it, uh, and pardon my French, really is here. And so we're, we're, we're being told what the norm is or what the majority of Canadians or Americans think, 
But really, uh, perhaps that's not the case here. We have a lot of bots messing around with what we think is our, our reality. Yeah. Keep going, uh, Penny, watch some of those. We'll skip that. Well, yeah. I'll just kind of conclude that part by saying um, it's pretty much been described in a lot of different places as the um, the internet war, the Twitter war, mm -hmm. the Facebook war. It's, um, it's just a war for the belief systems of the people and people are being um, fed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> at that. People are being fed information that is really not accurate at all. Mm -hmm. so, and when you have really good people on the ground, eyewitness people talking about what's really happening, it's night and day. The stories are night and day. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so there's all of that. Um, and then, you know, the other big thing that I talked about in my look-see is I've decided that with each look-see, I'm going to spend a little bit of time um, laying out or teaching uh, how did we get from there to here on one topic or another. And this particular week was on um, energy. What mm. what. Biden did when he got in was, you know, cut the pipelines and then he suspended oil and gas leases. And then I've talked about the craziness of that whole, um, that whole series of decisions. And really what I see happening is that uh, Biden shut a lot of our stuff down, a lot of our oil and gas, and then turned to OPEC and Russia and said, hey, could you guys produce more? You, we need you to amp up your stuff. And I'm listening to this whole thing about our clean, green world, and we're committed right. to a green world. And what sense does it make to, um, to say we're committed to a clean, green world and then go to Russia and OPEC and say, you guys, you know, we need you to increase your production. And would you do us a favor and, and put a cap on what you charge us? And so they're asking for favors. And what that looks like to me, this is uh, looking down the road a piece. What's likely going to happen is that the U.S. or the U.N. or somebody and whoever's in power, the cabal, they're going to impose some kind of carbon tax on people producing oil and gas. And that whole move by Biden looks like an effort to just shift that whole burden of that coming gas tax onto some other country. And mm. um, right now it's um, it's not working. So, wow. so people are in danger this winter of being cold or sick or both and of dying, freezing mm. to death. Uh, Trixie says, what a show we are watching. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Julie, let me have you chime in here a little bit here. Um, in terms of the uh, communication and the censorship, how do you tie in the Saturn Uranus square here? And in, in relation to what Penny was just talking about here too, this big um, setup that we're feeling here for the fall, what can you share with the audience members here on how that relates to the astrology also? Yeah, I hope I'm not going to sound like a broken record because I keep talking about this Saturn Uranus square, but it's so important in the astrology because it conducts all the energies that we're having at the moment, which is like the old world versus new world. Or if you want a Star Wars analogy, it's the 
um, the how do they say that the the empire versus the rebel alliance, which is Uranus. So it's pretty much where we're having at the moment, and of course it goes through censorship, and of course it goes through uh, trying to control all the resources because this Saturn is in the sign of Aquarius, and Aquarius at its highest potential wants to distribute information, wants uh, to distribute resources equally for everyone. So Saturn is trying to keep the, this control, and uh, Uranus in Taurus wants big changes for the earth because Taurus is related to nature, also to food supplies. Also, uh, Taurus is related to the money system. So Uranus wants to uh, shake things up in a big way to have more freedom and more access to those resources in Taurus. So while Saturn and Uranus are fighting together, this will be big throughout all September and October, and it's almost exact on October 4th, which is in a few days. So we're already like in the, I would say in the highest tension of this square as we're speaking right now. So this has a lot to do with all the energies we're feeling for sure. It, it makes a lot of sense also because Penny just mentioned here the announcement of uh, the Queen's death. Now here, People on the show, a lot of people have been researching that perhaps, yes, it was the announcement, but it wasn't actually the death. And there, there might be a reason for that. As Penny is discussing here, uh, that is a signal to big changes or to maybe the first domino in a series of many dominoes that cr could reshape the power distribution here on the planet. So it's very possible that this person left a while back, but they were waiting for a specific time, a specific alignment, a specific energy, and also to have all their ducks in a row to be able to announce it. But here we are now in these energies. I wanted to flag uh, this next episode to you guys here. Uh, Jay Weiner will be back on the show next week on Thursday. I haven't had him on in a long time, but we're going to be discussing this Nostradamus prophecy and the vortex of time and how all that sits into the astrology that Julie is talking about now. And we're going to tie in also some of the great cross of Hende information and also what's found in the mysteries of the cathedrals uh, by Falconelli. So that's going to be an absolutely fabulous show, bringing all of this esoteric uh, knowledge into context here for what we're about to uh, go through. So please join us for that. That is next Thursday, the 29th at three o'clock Eastern. Um, Penny, you mentioned here a few minutes ago that you, uh, in this last look-see, it appears that now we have the potential for having an election here uh, in in the U.S. Now, in the last couple of looksies, we're like, we won't have an election. We might not have power. or something weird happening. What do you think? What, what in your mind has shifted here? Is it the announcement of the Queen's death? What's shifting this timeline here in your view? I'm not sure. I've been asking myself that since I saw the possibility that we might actually have the election. And it just, it, I'm going to say it this way. It looks like they got to somebody. Now, who they is, is whoever is trying to take out um, the the bad guys, the naughty boys. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay? Um, and they got to them. And that, um, I was looking at, um, the, uh, the there was an advertisement for crisis actors. Mm. Um and that and the advertisement was for those crisis actors to show up on 
I think it's uh, tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, September 24th, in uh, Oskaloosa, Kansas, in the U.S. And so I looked up Oskaloosa, Kansas, and I noticed that their zip code is 66066. And I thought, you know, were they, are they being targeted? Are we going to have a false flag or some kind of big drama that happens in Oskaloosa, Kansas, because they have a 66066 zip code? I don't know. But in the process of looking at that, um, it looked like there were interferences that were the same sort of interferences that are very, very almost like... Um, uh, special forces types of people that are silently going around getting rid of people that are troublemakers, they're infiltrating, um, and they're just very quietly but steadily interfering with big plans. And mm -hmm. I, I love that. I shouldn't probably say that, but I love them. <laughs> yeah, and that's interesting also because, yes, uh, somebody's saying, yeah, Michael Jaco said recently there'll be no election in November. Yeah. We've had other psychics and tarot and astrology uh, people say the same thing. But again, we're not on a fixed timeline here, and this is the context of this conversation. We have <laughs> exactly. Uh, but let me bring this in, uh, Julia. I want you also to chime in, Julia, into what perhaps you see in the astrology that could um, support the idea now of moving forward with an actual election. But before yeah. I get you on, Julie, uh, Penny, this whole um, last couple of weeks or last month even, uh, these attacks on Mr. T, let's go with Mr. T yeah. for now, uh, including the last raids and all of this stuff. And now the New York AG suing him for uh, fraudulent valuations <laughs> of all yeah. things. And why now? Um, Cliff was suggesting the other day in one of his uh, BitChute channels that perhaps they're doing this right now because they're realizing, as you said, that maybe they cannot control the result of the election and they're seeing something they don't like, meaning that their minions are not going to be winning in a lot of these uh, specific races. And so they're trying to dismantle any momentum that this side here could potentially have. So that would indicate also that they're not as happy or as strong as they thought they were. What are your thoughts on that, Penny? And then we'll go to Julie on the astrology. Yeah, I actually, um, I don't know if I had any notes about, um, I don't think I did. Um, Trump has about four major lawsuits. They're coming at him from every direction, and they want to try to get him on a felony count that he can't be president, can't run for president. Um, that's their only tactic right now. Um, the poor guy is just, um, he's really having to fight off people coming from everywhere. Um, and he's, uh, his this attorney general, of uh, New York has included all of his children in the latest suit for mm -hmm. fraud, tax evasion, and has included that uh, they want to ban him from doing business in New York. And I thought, you know what, you guys, you you just, you don't know how, you're just going to ruin New York. You're not going to ruin Trump. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's, I feel bad for Trump. I, And yet at the same time, what I see is that he does not go away, whether he runs or not, whether we ever have another election or not, he remains as this enormous shining uh, light with flaws and all, warts and all, um, but somebody who's saying, 
you know, damn it, uh, this is our country. We want this country to run the way we want it to run. And you guys are wrecking it. And they yeah. are. Um, and so Trump is under fire. Uh, he needs a little support. So, And who can ever imagine, Penny, as a kid, that the phrase making America great again would be an extremist view? Yeah. <laughs> and I laugh because, of course, here in Canada, uh, because of some of the protests here, the Canadian flag now apparently is a hate symbol, right? So that's how just crazy things oh. are. <laughs> And it just, it, you know, of course, it's ridiculous, but it shows you just how absolutely desperate they are to try to control the narrative to the point of killing their own emblems, symbolisms, and all these things. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Uh, Julie, themselves go, in the, so. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, there's a little bit of a lag, Penny. Go ahead. Just finish your thought. Uh, it was just that they're shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. They aren't really getting anybody. They aren't fooling anybody. Um, you know, the cabal is whether you call it the cabal or one of the other dozen names it has in an just attempt. Say the just say the bad people. Bad people. Right. <laughs> the naughty boys. Yeah. The naughty boys, Pity. We have to watch the bad words here. Okay, yes. They are shooting themselves in the foot, absolutely. And if you guys yeah. watch the last uh, video Cliff put out uh, just the other day, uh, and also the one I think on his um, – Uh, Substack. He was talking about that. Yes, they're pretty bad, but they're so blatant right now that they're causing an even faster and greater awakening. So it's a yeah. self-defeating move, as Penny is saying here. They're shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Alexa Laura. She says, please like, share, and subscribe. Yes, if you like the show, please subscribe. If you're on Julie's channel, subscribe. If you're on Penny's channel, subscribe. If you're on mine also, and you just found me, yes, please also subscribe. Uh, Julie, the astrology here that could suggest here this shift in timeline and perhaps having an election here in the fall where for a lot of uh, last couple of months here, we weren't sure if that was going to be even possible. What are your thoughts? Okay. So uh, first of all, very interesting that this election day is falling on uh, the exact date of the second eclipse. So uh, an eclipse in the world is always a big faded event, a portal for change. So um, we had the two first eclipses of the year in uh, late April and May. And the second set of eclipses is uh, end of October and then November 8th. So, um, and it's in the financial axis. So I know, Penny, you've been talking about, uh, I believe, April and May being something very happened, uh, something very important happened behind the scenes in the financial system. And I remember you were saying you were seeing more the funeral, the burial of the financial system in uh, late October. So that coincides with the second set of eclipses in the financial axis, oh, wow. which is very interesting. So whenever we're looking at big uh, world events, we always look at eclipses because they trigger uh, a lot of collective karma and a lot of, um, yeah, karmic changes, let's say. So the yeah. second one is falling right on November 8th, which is very interesting. Um, and it's making, I would say, one of the hardest aspects in astrology, which brings the highest uh, point of tension, which is a T-square. So it's uh, three sets of points making two 90-degree uh, angles. So there's a lot of tension there. And it will be in the sign of Taurus. So Taurus has to do with food, resources, currencies, um, natural resources also, and nature. So potentially also triggering um, uh, 
let's say natural uh, events and um okay so in regards to the election this this one is going to be hard to foresee because the apex of this t-square so the planet that, that will be um in focal position will be saturn in aquarius so lots of restrictions i feel like the bad guys will be trying to manipulate this event uh as much as they can because saturn is going to be this tentative of control on this um let's say freedom portal event and the moon will be conjunct uranus which is uh the bringer of change the bringer of freedom and the moon in mundane astrology represents the people so we have the people with this rebel alliance and the north node representing our collective destiny so this will be this eclipse will be conjuncting uh, uranus so the people will want change will want freedom and at the same time we'll have uh, a big tension with the powers that were that will be trying to pull on their side as much as they can so I'm not sure if there will actually be an election, but what I see for sure, I wrote in the last two points, I, I see like two paths in front of us at the moment of this um, uh, new moon, full moon eclipse. And um, remember always that the full moons are not only one day event, they're felt a month before and about six months after. So this is the exact date. So two paths, I see uh, a lot of people will have a choice point around this eclipse to either reconnect with the nature and the organic uh, way of doing things, or uh, choose to comply with the inorganic environment. So mm -hmm. I feel like this is going to be a major choice point, uh, spiritually speaking, but also with this election that will occur at the same time. So whether or not we're going to have an election, I feel like spiritually we're going to choose our camp around this eclipse. Wow. Whoop, JC, you're muted. Can't hear you. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. Here it is. Okay. Uh, Penny, your thoughts on this astrology and how does that line up also with some of your latest looksies and how you feel about the situation? Um, well, put that list back up there because there are a couple of things. Um, I love that second point going toward our collective evolution. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel that that is the only choice that makes any sense so i love that um and then uh when you go down like the, the eclipse forms a t-square mm -hmm. actually point three and point four um when you when you say issues of nationalism one of the things that that i've seen is that in this coming uh period when we're supposed to have an election those there's it doesn't happen as like it's supposed to in all places. And so the what I had seen were two things, that the possibility was that there was a bomb and there was a big disruption and they, they said, oh, we can't have the election. Or they had the election and they hadn't decided what they were gonna, what, which of these two things they were gonna try and pull off. Um, they had the election, but there were outages, very specially selected outages. And so there wasn't enough of a, 
uh, reporting from various places and they said, oh, we can't call it. There's mm -hmm. not, we haven't heard from enough people. And so, and they were trying to make that look like a natural event. But out of that, the people who had had the election successfully and who knew what they want, who they wanted, uh, were moving ahead. And like they were like pulling away already from the U.S. and saying, you know, well, we're moving ahead. We're we don't know what what you guys are doing. And there's not I don't think there's enough uh, understanding in uh, the wider population about um, the difference between the U.S. Corporation, the United States Corporation, and the United States of America. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people think it's all one, it's really not. And so the people who have some sort of election um, that they can point to and say, yeah, that works, uh, they are moving ahead and say, we're leaving the US behind. And that is something that is. Um, yet to be, um, we'll see how that works out. Uh, it's going to be very messy and it creates division and it's informal. It's an informal pulling away, but we do not come back together as one mind for a while yet. So there's a little more to go through. That's really interesting. Uh, Cliff High in this Naradime Investigations of Law talks about these different um, um, specific periods of time where different laws have been applied to the United States. And he talks about the United States Corporation versus the actual states united and whether or not you are subject to the corporation or to your own state. And it sounds like what you're saying here, Penny, people are, are starting to realize uh, mm -hmm. that perhaps they can make a choice here and leave uh, some of the old we'll say narradime here in the past. I don't want to say too much here on the show. It could be a little bit uh, triggering. Now, going back to uh, that slide, Julie, let me go back here. So yes, the point that's interesting there also to me, and of course, mm -hmm. for a lot of our uh, members here, silver undergoes a drastic change of value. You're enough. Okay. That's interesting too, because let me bring this up. There was a comment earlier from Andrea. She says in Big's last video, uh, Big Swear, who uh, we did a show with last week with Julie, called the silver astral woo uh he said that dick algayer told him he just did a remote viewing on physical silver and that it would make bigs really really happy so i'm sure a lot of our audience members also would be very happy so julie let's backtrack here to the first eclipse in october and set the stage to why that may be. And I'm curious also after that, we'll ask Penny to look back on some of her previous look-sees at the $600, $400, silver, uh, then going back down and then going maybe no offer. So Penny, I'll come back to you in a second, but uh, Julie, explain this setup here uh, that will be occurring or setting the stage here for this big financial change here, perhaps on this new moon solar eclipse on the 25th of October, go ahead. Yes, so the first eclipse right before the one that we just spoke about is on October 25th. This one is a new moon solar eclipse in the sign of Scorpio, and it's conjuncting the planet Venus. So uh, because, first of all, it's in the financial axis, um, it says a lot about um, what we're going to experience as a whole, but also because it's conjuncting the south node this time. So south node is all about letting go purging out what's dysfunctional about our uh, financial system. And Venus represents currencies, so money. So 
Venus and the Sun are going to be eclipsed at this very uh, moment. So Venus, it could be, it could talk about a lack of uh, money. It could talk about some currencies dying. It could talk about um, the banking system being uh, broken because Scorpio uh, talks about the central banks also. So there's a lot of symbology there. Um, I gave a few ideas of what could be happening around this eclipse, but I for sure it's going to impact the financial system and also our currencies, which is uh, Venus related. And um, also I was tracking the asteroid called silver and it's going to conjunct, so align exactly with the planet Mars during this eclipse. And Mars is very important at this eclipse because it's the ruler of the sign of Scorpio, the traditional ruler. So Mars gives power to silver, to this uh, asteroid. And also it's in the sign of Gemini, which talks about announcing something, communication. So we could be seeing an announcement on uh, silver, on its power in the trade, because trading relates to the sign of Gemini. So we could uh, use silver in order to make a uh, purchases, uh, trades, everyday trades. And also it could be something around a new innovation that would be using silver in the in their technology because Gemini is all about um, well communication technology infrastructures. And uh, Mars is also about innovations. So, and because also we all know that the value of silver and gold is also related to this financial system. So if central banks, um, crash uh the those uh, are the currencies that will hold the most value so for sure there's going to be an impact on silver and gold so wow so two things here to me just reading this thank you julie um it sounds very much like what penny was saying in the, in, in the spring yes we've had the death of the dollar but we won't have the funeral until maybe october this looks like a good potential date here in around the orb of the influence here of this new moon solar eclipse uh, for the banking system uh, collapsing but what was interesting about the silver there too and this announcement um just a week before the queen was announced or pronounced dead here kicking off a series of events as penny was saying um russia and a few eastern countries are putting to announce that they were putting together a competitor to the lbma the london bullion market association basically taking the levers of control for price determination away from london now okay that could result in a big announcement in silver so penny your thoughts on the astrology here and also how this times in or chimes into some of your looksies go ahead um well a couple of things it's been a year since i saw silver shooting up to 600 800 um i was like oh my god i must be seeing that wrong um and it hasn't happened yet maybe it won't happen but it still comes to me and so i keep thinking okay so the timing back then was off but i still see that increase um the other day just uh, spent a lot of time in bed the last two weeks trying to heal and i was thinking about the whole financial system and feeling kind of helpless because i didn't feel good enough to go anywhere and got this message or this vision that said um the get as much silver get as much silver as you can get more silver and and my thought was well, i have a little bit you know i have a little bit i think i have enough to get by and it was no no get you know get some more silver um because there's an interim period where that will be critical 
And if you don't have any, um, it's just, you're not going to be able to make anything happen. And so I, when I was feeling well enough, dragged myself up to town and got a little more silver and thought, okay. And then came home and the very next day got another message that said, get more. And so I was like, okay, um, well, I have to rob my, my bank <laughs> in order to do that. But um, I think the, the messages are really strong right now around silver. And I have seen that the, the bank, uh, that there's some sort of event and they say, oh, the banking, the, you know, our banking computers are ruined. We have to do something different. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's when they institute central bank digital currencies. And they then say, oh, well, you lost all your money. Oh, that's, I'm so sorry. We will put that money back in the bank, but you have to open a wallet. You have to sign these papers and you have to agree to use central bank digital currency. And, yeah. and, and then they'll give you your money back. But that's how they're planning. We're going to try and get control. Um, and a lot of people will go for that. But it looked to me like within a year, that system was not working. And it was because of all the uproar in the background around um, Bitcoin and, and the other coins, the crypto coins. Um, so there's a difference between Bitcoin and the cryptos and central bank digital currency. Wow, that's absolutely amazing because I had uh, John Williams from Shadow Stats uh, on the show maybe six or seven months ago with Andy Schickman. We were talking about this inflation and he talked about the eventual value of silver here and gold, of course. But with respect to silver, he said that the governments and the banks around the world would come up with the craziest uh, schemes to try to get your silver from you. And he said over your dead body do not give them your silver and i always wondered what the, what would they do and you just explained it okay the system's crashed you don't have any money but if you have silver bring it back in and we'll give you the cbdc and then you can you know participate in the economy again right that would be a way so i think what you're saying is now if you have the silver you can make things happen in the meantime while that attempt of a uh, financial reboot crashes you are yeah. still sovereign and you can make transactions with your fellow right. man here without uh, an intermediary so that's really important uh, let me bring this up also here for the audience uh, members these are the uh, silver discounts offered this week by miles franklin here for the beyond mystic audience uh, the 22 uh, silver britannias at 525 over spot and also the 10 ounce valkami bars at 359 over spot guys if you are on the canadian side of the uh, viewership you can also visit mfbullion.ca this week we have the five ounce silver bars on sale here at 599 over spot and of course if you're looking still for these amazing beyond mystic silver bars uh, you can see the special order form here uh atop the page and before i forget i told you guys at the beginning of the show that i have another special for you guys and here it is it is the pyramid named aurora um from carla here at ascension organite so let's see here what um, carla has to say about this amazing beautiful pyramid hey everybody this is carla from ascension organize with another new design for you her name is aurora so aurora was created together with aramis the same day you could say that they were born at the same time um and she embodies atlantis energies that's exactly what i got as soon as i got her the most so she is made of white milky quartz and seashells 
together with brass metals. So white milky quartz is a great master healer stone. It's great for amplifying any stone that is near it. Great for uh, grounding, body, mind, and soul, healing, um, any intention that you basically set her to. And seashell, because it holds the power of the ocean and the energies of the ocean. I'll give her a quick turnaround so you can see her. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. Yes, I hope you guys Thank you very, very much. <laughs> thank you so much, Carla. I really appreciate that. And thank wow. you, everyone, uh, for supporting us here on the uh, PayPal tip jar. You guys are absolutely amazing. And, of course, if you want to get one of these amazing uh, pyramids of your own here, you can uh, browse and peruse the beautiful collection here at ascensionorganites.com. And if you use the coupon code Beyond Mystic there, you'll get an extra at 10% off. Julie, do we also have a uh, crystal-infused candle for the audience tonight? What do we have? We do, we do. And it's funny because it, it was uh, Elena's favorite uh, pyramids from Carla, the one that Aurora that you just showed. So she she loved that uh, pyramid. So yes, we have a, a crystal infused candle by Elena Handmade. Uh, and this one is the magic candle. So it's infused with clear quartz because we decided to go uh, with uh, Carla's theme of um, the this uh, healer stone, the master healer. So uh, it helps with uh, connect with your crown chakra. So every candle uh, Elena made is made to activate one of the seven chakras. This one is the crown uh, and it's peppermint, vanilla and clove. It smells delicious. <laughs> oh, I love the smell of that. Uh, Moon dragon, Julie is gorgeous. Okay. Yes. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll take the compliment. Yeah. Beautiful pyramid says uh, Britt Mary. Uh, thank you so much for that. Also guys, if you're looking at getting one of these pyramid, uh, these uh, crystal infused candles, you can do so at maisonjupiter.com. I'll bring the link down in the live chat for you guys. And they're also uh, beyond mystic coupon code. Uh, we'll give you an extra uh, 10% off. And like said, Laura says, Hey, the candles are really, high quality love mine i love mine too i have quite a few uh, thank you laura i had one here yesterday i think sarah keeps putting it in the uh, yoga studio and i keep losing it for my office that's how <laughs> popular they are here in my house um okay uh penny uh, go back to silver here for a second somebody said today yeah okay it was down four percent today good time to buy more and that's yeah. the thing here too uh cliff had mentioned this before you've mentioned this in the show before uh, um Benny, that all of these shenanigans, these price suppressions, it's the same thing here. They're they're basically shooting themselves in the foot. On one hand here, they're destroying the economy here to suppress and to try to control. And at the same time, they're subsidizing your purchase. So you really have to thank them because for the longest time, we're like, oh, let's silver loose. And I'm like, no, no, no. I want to buy more at lower prices. Give me time. Give me time. How much yeah. time do you think we have, Penny? That's my question for you here because there was that Webot data report. Uh, they had talked about the $600 silver, but more importantly, there was this uh, huge event where people were having conversations at Christmas around the dinner table, and it went something like this. You remember that guy down the street who bought silver, the crazy guy? Well, he ain't crazy anymore. He's a multimillionaire now, right? Is it possible that it's this Christmas that all this happens this fall in the eclipse seasons? And by the time we get to Christmas, we have people saying, hey, that crazy bastard across the street is not so crazy. What do you think the timing <laughs> is, Penny? If anything, what would you like to share? I think uh, the window, the next window. So uh, the way that I look at the world, I'm watching energies. And I think it ties in with astrology, Julie. Yeah. You know, are moving because stuff is possible and then it's not and then it's possible and then and so if the window passes and it didn't happen 
usually I started this when people were dying. You know, well, here are the times of the year that your grandma may leave. Well, the times of the year that silver may end up going up are right at the end of October into November. And that, that window opens up at the end of October and then it goes through like the end of November and into early part of December. And then if it goes up, if it shoots up, I don't know. I, when I see that and see that it's a possibility, I get all excited and I stop. <laughs> well, I'm, I will have Dick Algar back on the show here too to talk about his latest look-see that has a big swear all uh, excited about oh, silver prices here. Uh, guys, if you haven't seen the episode with Rick Swear and Julie, uh, Silver Suppression Dies with the Queen, Astro Wu was the title here. We're at 54,000 views here, uh, and we were simulcasting that on Julie's channel here. So quite a few people watched this already. A lot of information there specifically with the astrology and silver and Bix's uh, technical analysis and also the road to Rura theory all put into one show for you to understand here this timeline we're on and how perhaps to take the best decisions for yourself and your family. So do go and check that out if you haven't already seen it. Uh, Julie, before we end, I promised uh, Penny here tonight. I'm so excited she's back and I don't want to abuse of her time. So we're, we're almost over here. We have maybe five minutes left to the show. Um, what else do you want to talk about, uh, Julie, astrology that we want to maybe ping and have uh, Penny um, also share her insights? Do you want to talk about uh, the Libra New Moon. Do you want to talk about the Mars retrograde here? We're starting that on. Yeah, October let's talk about the Mars retrograde, maybe because okay. it. Uh, yes, and uh, I feel like you're totally right, Penny. Uh, when we have astrological alignments, they align with the Earth, so they make a portal of energy. So what? those archetypes are present in uh, the meta universe, but also inside of us too. So it's as above, so below. So you're totally right when you see something in this portal, but it has the potential to manifest itself, I feel. But sometimes the mm -hmm. energy gets channeled differently and then we get another portal of uh, potential maybe later on. So I feel like you're totally right by saying you're aligned with astrology. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Mars retrograde before we end. Um, so uh, right now we're in the orb of influence of this Mars retrograde. Mars will be seven months in one sign, which is exceptionally uh, a long period of time. Uh, so seven months in the sign of Ge Gemini and Mars corresponds to this word that I'm not supposed to say out loud. So three letter W-A-R. So there's a lot of military energy. Uh, it, could, it is also the planet of action. Sometimes it's aggressive action. Sometimes it's a good type of um, motivation that we need. Uh, whenever it gets retrograde, it changes the dynamic. So Gemini relates to, first of all, communication. Uh, so there could be uh, more censorship when Mars turns retrograde because this WAR situation has a lot to do with um, information. So we could see a lot of censorship around uh, this retrograde, which is going to happen. Uh, did I write this in that? I think it's October 30th. And, and oh yeah, at the very top of the, the slide. So October 30th to January 12th is a retrograde time. Uh, so, and also Gemini in mundane astrology relates to countries that are considered brothers. So it could be um, 
brother to brother type of situation because uh, between countries that are changing so the dynamic might change around the retrograde also inside a country let's say the united states it could talk about state versus state neighbor versus neighbor so there's this potential of energy civil unrest and um yeah this war type of energy and also the united states will be very uh focal in this uh mars retrograde because they're having their mars return at this uh, very same time in their seventh house which is the house of open enemies so this uh, flag that mr t showed recently uh, announcing this uh declaration of uh conflict uh it could very well be a signal to to the the open enemies of the United States. So so they're triggered into action with this Mars in their seventh house, having their Mars return at the same time. So a portal is open where with their natal Mars also. So uh, this is going to be a very interesting phase, and I I was curious to know uh, what you thought about it, uh, Penny. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's it has not been announced really very much, um, but just I think Monday, what's today, Friday? On Monday, Putin announced that he is no longer focused on the special denazification operation in Ukraine. He is moving his focus to those people who are supporting Ukraine. And he said, I'm now focused on the collective West. Mm -hmm. And that's us. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really a declaration of war against mm -hmm. the West. Um, and today I saw a simulation done by the War College of the <laughs> what would happen if they exchanged uh, armaments. And uh, it wasn't good. 80, I think it was 85 million people all gone in three hours um and who knows about the rest dealing with radiation but the um that focus has created a big amount of uproar in russia mm -hmm. um, and um and it's interesting i don't know what do we does mars have a cusp on it julie like um Mercury retrograde, because you did that on Monday and we're just a few days away from the 30th of October. Yeah, so we're already feeling this uh, stationary energy. So when Mars is, a, uh, is just before turning retrograde, it stations visually in the sky. So it's more emphasized during that period, So which is right now. So. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, the thing you just mentioned, Julie, I'm looking for my, I lost power the other day and I lost a lot of my slides on my uh, uh, slide deck, but I had the pictures of that flag at the last rally uh, with Trump where the stars are all blocked out. And a lot of military members were commenting on the show that this means no deals and that really war is now out in the open. And so this was just a day or two before uh, Putin made his announcements. I just showed some of the screens uh, shot there. Um, so Penny, Going back to this here too, a, a lot of uh, somebody was asking at the beginning of the show. Let me see if we can find that uh, a question here. We have two minutes left here. Uh, 
Penny, Penny, where is it? But if I can just add a, oh, sorry. If I can yeah. just add a last thing on that slide. Yeah. I think um, whatever's going on truly in the world, I think the information will be uh, what's the most important. So not the actions that are going to be taken because Gemini is all about this communication. So propaganda, fake information, false flags. So we're about to see a lot of those, especially I think during the retrograde. So like, uh, it's not necessarily something, um, well, in my opinion, that we're going to see physically into our reality, but it's going to be uh, televised as such. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, Penny, the question was, uh, well, first of all, Penny, do you want to uh, share anything with Julie's last uh, a statement? And then I'll bring up the questioner's um, question. How do you want to proceed? I think just, just a comment on what Julie said, the um it is possible for stuff to happen energetically and and yet it doesn't appear in the reality but it changes the consciousness mm -hmm. of the individuals that um right. that are receptive to that energy and that makes for big differences without quite as much chaos i would right. like to see that happen around right. this particular topic yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we all echo that. Okay. Um, very quickly, um, Penny, we'll take this one question here. It was at the beginning of the show. And then I also want you to talk about your new book that just uh, is coming out now. Uh, Jen was asking, Penny, do you think we'll have civil war? Uh, I, I'm assuming she's talking about the United States. Well, let's answer it as such. Yeah. Do you think we'll see that here uh, in the States? I think we've been having a civil war and mm -hmm. civil being both two sides in one country against one another, as well as civil, meaning it's not kinetic. It's very civil, but it's really nasty. <laughs> mm. um, so that civil war has been going on for a couple years, at least. What I see is that that uh, sort of falters long around January through spring, and then it turns, everybody sort of turns against uh, the government or the, the, the naughty boys. Mm. In every country, there's the people are saying, nope, 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 nope. And so there's um, an effort to really take out um, the, some of the government's go because they, uh, well, Make, maybe we shouldn't go there, <laughs> but um, some of the, um, a lot of the people are saying we're gonna we're gonna do something different government wise, mm -hmm. uh, and nobody has any ideas. So we have another period of standing around like, okay, now what? <laughs> um, when we get into twenty twenty five, the end of twenty five and twenty six, mm. so. I, I'm reminded of uh, one of the web data reports that said that we would see a Canada reconstituted. So for whatever that means. And of course, now that um, the Commonwealth is in question, that suddenly makes a lot of sense. And there was also a period of time where Cliff said there was a no fly zone around Ottawa. And that would be a meeting place between East and West 
uh, presuming that there had been a split or a schism in the country also. These are like 10-year-old web data reports that keep accruing on the same language. So now maybe it's the time where we're going to start to see that narrative, but that whole idea of what Penny is saying here, that people say no, enough is enough, but it doesn't mean we have a solution right away to put in. We have to put some thought into it and uh, work together there. Speaking of working together, you can work with Penny here at pennykelly.com or consciousnessonfire.com. There she has a bunch of amazing uh, courses, but let's talk about this uh, new book, Penny. What do you want to share with the audience? We're so excited. I've been asking you for months. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It is out. It's finally out, The Revival. Um, It's really, the subtitle is Path to a New Earth, New Human. I think I should have made that subtitle the Handbook for a New Earth, New Human. Um, It's not a story like I usually write. It's meant to be like a how do I change myself? You know, where I come from, the the mantra is never mind trying to change the world, change the people because they make the world. And so this is a book that one sector at a time, government, education, religion, business, money, uh, whatever. Uh, it, we, we go through one sector at a time, look at what's the legacy of this sector and and then we there's a little a second or an accompanying chapter called the workbook for that chapter with a whole bunch of questions in it and those questions are designed to get you to think about how have i contributed to what we have and what if this happened or what if that happened or what would you say or what would you do um you know if such and such were introduced and so it's a whole bunch of questions um, after each little chapter, there's this whole bunch of questions that are designed to get you to think. Um, or if you want to work with a, a partner, you know, and go through the questions and answer those. Try not to have any arguments. Um, and if it's a group, to work with, a, with this as a group. In order to move us into a fourth dimensional um, kind of system, which is we're right on the cusp of that if we can, quite a few of us are on the cusp of that. And typically, you know, there's some things I could say, but that's another whole <laughs> another whole piece. We want to move to a fourth dimensional system mm-hmm. if we can get there. So, Well, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, guys, you can find that at Consciousness on Fire. Thank you, uh, Walt, for putting the link down in the live chat here as well. Uh, or pennykelly.com will bring you uh, to the same place. And Penny, before we go, also, how can we uh, support you, the audience members here, uh, through uh, your Patreon? How, uh, Where should they start here if they want to get a little bit more insights into some of the uh, intuitions and also the tea and consciousness? Which package are the audience members looking for? Um, well, if you join Patreon, then you have access to all of the material that I put out, which is some looksies, some tarot readings for the planet, um, and then uh, various spiritual stuff. There's quite a few um, things uploaded there. Um, and then uh, my website, consciousnessonfire.com, or you can get there, pennykelly.com, and you can get my books there. You can sign up for um a tea and consciousness you can sign up for class i'm about to start teaching again now that the book is done so um, <laughs> where, 
Very good. Well, thank you, Penny. So, folks, uh, that's uh, patreon.com forward slash Penny Kelly and also pennykelly.com here. I'll put the links in the uh, description box below. I'm going to ask uh, both of you last words of wisdom here before we uh, leave the show. Before I do that, uh, Julie, also for the audience members here who are looking uh, to perhaps have a better understanding of their own astrology and how these astral uh, alignments and energies really affect their lives, what do you have for them here in terms of the uh, personalized birth chart? Yeah, so on MaisonJupiter.com, we have the personalized birth chart, which is a poster of your uh, alignments, uh, the exact position of the planets uh, at the moment you were born. So it's like a blueprint of your uh, this lifetime's potential for you. And also you can track all the, the eclipses and what house they fall for you. So what effect are they going to have? on your life on your personal planets depending on what house they fall and the poster uh is frameable it's a digital product and it uh it comes with a 15 to 20 pages booklet explaining your um, most important planetary positions and alignments I got mine printed out and there's a lot of information in here and it's really, really cool to go through it. I keep learning more about myself every day. So a big thank you uh, to you, Julie, for the amazing work, guys. And also, if uh, you're looking for a little bit more insight, guys, you can do a booking with uh, uh, Sophie, which is Julie's lovely sister. She's into tarot, uh, of course, and uh, you can find her there under the uh, consultations. If you need a little bit more insight and a little bit more um, of a handle on the crazy changes uh, that are before you. So that's Maison Jupiter. Com. Julie, while I have you on the show, I'll have uh, uh, on the screen, I'll have a penny uh, for the last words. What are your last words of wisdom? Do you want to talk about file detox? What do you want to say here? Or do you want to talk about the astrology here moving forward? What yeah, do you want to sure. Makes sense. Uh, well, I think since we're in this retrograde, the Mercury retrograde at the moment, and we're about to go in this uh, eclipse season, which we're already in this orb of influence, and we just had the... Um, equinox yesterday at night so we're in this big um preparation phase for what's to come so our finances making sure we stock up enough silver or whatever you choose to stock up on but also our physical vessels which is virgo so mercury's just began its retrograde into virgo so we were talking uh, with penny earlier that it's a really good time to start a detox so i'll let penny talk about that but i feel like it's a very important preparation phase for what's to come so make sure you're really grounded and centered and everything is um, settled and structured around you. Very good. That's great advice. Uh, Penny, how about you? Last words of wisdom before we go. Uh, Julie said it. Can I just copy what she said? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're moving into cooler weather here in Michigan. Um, take care of yourself first. Watch your diet. Um, do, you know, don't stop exercising just because it's winter. It becomes even more important. Um, detoxing, it's a really good time to start a, to do a whole series of detoxes so that you aren't as vulnerable for all this stuff that happens in the winter. Um, and then the spring is the other really good detox time. But the rule of thumb is get what you need, have it on hand. Um, and I would say we're entering into a time that's going to be really interesting. Don't panic. I think it's going to be fascinating. Uh, keep your wits about you. And, and I, you know, I've just, I've heard so many people say, what's wrong with us? And so I've taken to saying, there's nothing wrong with us. We're good people. We're humans. We're good people. So mm -hmm. just remember that. 
We're perfect just the way we are. And of course, detoxing is important. Also, keep your body strong so that you can be in fighting shape here and you're nimble and strong and able to adapt to all of the changes. And I wanted to add on this note, this was the meme I was looking for at the beginning of the show. <laughs> A better world is possible or we're so effed. Well, I, I tend to lean more well, on this side here, well, on this side there. Yeah. And I hope you guys do. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us uh, here tonight. Again, please remember to like, share, and subscribe on Penny Kelly's YouTube channel on Julie's uh, channel and also uh, join us of course um, next week with Jay Weiner a special show and uh, also the next Divine uh, Feminine Oracle show next Tuesday night Sophie will be back from vacation and we'll be adding the tarot and the astro in context here of what's happening in our world news so that's at Beyond Mystic Jean-Claude at Beyond Mystic 3 the third backup channel I love you guys this was another edition of a break in the clouds thank you so much for watching I love you guys have a great evening, and we'll see you soon. Au revoir. Awesome. Au revoir. <laughs>